All right, Afreilich and Zeus Chanukah. It's good to see everyone. Um, as we know from the Megillah Santa Yochus, the Yevanim, um, of course, tried to assimilate uh, the Jewish people, the Chashmanim, but they uh, waged a particular war against, uh, to eradicate three primary mitzvahs, that of Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and Rosh Milo, rise to B'nai Yisachar, that that's why uh, in the Yom Tov of Chanukah is unique, and that we have within it a Rosh Chodesh, we have within it uh, a Shabbos, maybe two, and we also have within it eight days corresponding uh, to those three mitzvahs that they tried to uproot, that they tried to eradicate. We were victorious over them, and therefore we have reflections of these three primary mitzvahs within the Yom Tif of Chanukah. Since one of the mitzvahs that they tried to eradicate was that of uh, Rosh Chodesh, and today being uh, January 1st, the, the first day of the uh, secular new year, I wanted to take the opportunity to address the mitzvah of HaChadosh Hazel HaChem Rosh and perhaps any issues that might be involved in using uh, a secular date in the secular calendar. So the Pasuk tells us in Parashas Boy, HaChadosh Hazel HaChem Rosh Chadoshim, Mishon Hulu According to Rashi, at least in Parashas Bereshis, arguably the first, what should have been the first mitzvah in the Torah, that of uh, Rosh Chodesh. But within the Pasuk, it, uh, Pasuk indicates to us that the Chodesh of Nisan is supposed to be the first uh, month. Rishon Hulachem Hashanah. So writes the Ramban, that doesn't mean that it's the first month of the calendar year. But it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, Ro- Nisan is Ro- Rosh Hashanah. The new year begins in Nisan. Rather, Tam HaChodesh Hazelachem Rosh Chodeshim, says Ramban, It should be called the first month, even though it's not the first month of the calendar year. It's called the first month, the second month, the third month. In order to remind us of the nays of Yetzias Mitzrayim, which of course occurred during the Chaydash of Nisan. Every time that you remind, you count the Nisan as the first month, so you remind yourself of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, the first month from Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, Iyar, uh, would be the second month from Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, and so on. V'yalkein ein l'chadashim sheim b'tayra. Therefore, we don't find names of the months within the Torah, just the first month, second month. We should say within the third month. And he compares this to his comments in Parashat uh, Yisroi, in the Pasuk in the Yaseret Sadibra, Zachar, Yom HaShabbos L'Kadshoi, you should remember Shabbos to make it holy, which of course refers to the mitzvah of Kiddush, the Gemara tells us in Masech Tzbrochis. But he quotes in the name of the Mechilta that you should remember Shabbos to make it holy, not only on Shabbos by making Kiddush, but every single day of the week we can remember Shabbos. How do we do so? We don't give names uh, to the days of the week. Every day of the week is counted in its relationship to Shabbos. The Goyim give names to the days of the week. Sunday, Monday was the sun, was the moon. They refer to different uh, things that were worshipped. So the, the, the Umas Ha'alim give the days of the week names, independent names, but we should refer to them as Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, uh, because of its reference to Shabbos. So by every day mentioning uh, the, the, its relationship to Shabbos, we remember Shabbos not only on Shabbos, but throughout uh, the rest of the days of the week. And so too says the Ramban is, uh, should be our practice with regards to the months as well, that every time you, just count, you call the month, the first month, second month, you know, ninth month, tenth month, so then all of that reminds us every month of uh, the Yitzhiya from Mitzrayim and the Nase that occurred uh, at that time. 
So therefore, says the Ramban, that is the intention of the mitzvah, this should be for you, he says, that's what it means, for you, not that it's the first month of the year, but for us, in terms of our reference, the way we should refer to it, is it should be called the first month, to remind us of the nays of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Where did we get names for the months then? You know, Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, where did these names come from? So the Ramban continues, if you look back at uh, the fourth line, after Vechula, he says, V'zeh tam rishon hulachem, it should be for you, the first month. She'inenu rishon bashana, it's not the first month of the year, but hu rishon lachem. It's rishon for us. Then he continues, Ekfar hizkiru rabbosenu zeho inyin, that Chazal mentioned this topic, V'amu sheimos chadashim alu imanu mibabel. It's Talmud Yushalmi, a Medrash Rabbah, that we acquire names for the months in our time in Babel after Churban Bayez Rishon. Ki mitchigu gohayu lahem sheimos eslenu. Initially, we did not have names, because Vasiba Bazeh, because we wanted to remind ourselves of Yisias Mitzrayim, about Kasher Alinu mi Bavel and Iskayim Hashamar Kosev B'Sefer Yirmiya. Once we uh, had a, a Geula from Bavel and we came back to the times of the Binyan Bayesheni, so the pasuk says in Sefer Yirmiyahu Lo Yomar Oid Chai Hashem. This is talking about the Geula. See that the come, coming of Mashiach, but no one at that time will mention any more as a Chira Yisias Mitzrayim. But rather praiseworthy is the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that he uh, returned us from Eretz Tzofan, because the Nisim that will occur at the time of the Gulasi, that will, out, will eclipse the Nisim that occurred at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And this is reminiscent of the Gemara Masech Lizbrochus, we mentioned the Gada of Pesach, that we passing like Ben Azai, Yemei Chayecha, Elu Hayamim, Kol Yemei Chayecha, Halelois, that uh, we have to remind ourselves of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim by day and by night, as opposed to the opinion of Chachamim, that Yemei Chayecha Olamazek, Kol Yemei Chayecha Lohavi Limoyse Mashiach. We don't paskin like that. We paskin that there'll be no longer a mitzvah of Zechiris Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Lassid Lavoy. We paskin like Ben Azai, because Lassid Lavoy, Lo Yomar Oed Chai Hashem, says the Gemara, we, we will no longer remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, will be eclipsed by the Nisim that occurred at the time of the Gula Asida. So says the Ramban that because of the Nisim that occurred at the time of the Binyan Bayashani, so we uh, added names to remind ourselves of that at the time. We added names to the months on top of the numbers. We were in, Go- in Golos there, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu returned us from there to Eretz Israel. So therefore, we, uh, we took on, we uh, adopted those names that they had uh, in Bavel, which are all Persian names, Nisan, Iyar. Continues the Ramban, They're Persian names from our time in Babel. In fact, we only find the reference to these names in those Nevi'im that corresponded with that time period. So Ezra, Nehemiah, Megillus, Esther, Sefer, Zechariah, we find these names mentioned, but we don't find them mentioned elsewhere. How do we understand that transition, though, from what we used to have as numbers, you know, to all of a sudden now having names to the months? So the Sefer Ikrim, Rabbi Yosef Alboy, from the period of the Rishonim, well-known Jewish philosopher, writes that the mitzvah was uh, changed. It was only for a certain time period of HaChadosh HaZelochem, Reish Chadashim, and once we went to Bavel and emerged, the time of Binyan Bayesheni, there's no longer uh, the mitzvah of HaChadosh HaZelochem, Reish Chadashim, that Nisan should be the first month. He writes, It was a time uh, limit on it. And after the time, our time in Bavel, the, the mitzvah of HaChadosh HaZelochem, Reish Chadashim, expired. So Rav HaRishonim do not accept this opinion of the Sefer Ikrim because it's, uh, it's objectionable 
because of the Rambam's Yud Gimel Ikri Amuna, where the Rambam tells us the Zayis Torah Loi Sei Muchlefes, the Torah, the mitzvahs of the Torah generally don't change. Uh, you know, the, the time of the coming of Mashiach might be different, an exception, but, but generally speaking, the mitzvahs uh, don't, don't change. So to assume that a Chodesh is Elochem Reish Chodeshim expired, and therefore we acquired new names in their place, uh, is is uh, is um, is uh, is difficult to accept. However, what seems to be the uh, the mainstream uh, position is that which is articulated by the Ramban himself in his Drosh of the Rosh Hashanah, the same is found in the Abar Benel on Parashas Boy, and that is that we did not change the mitzvah of HaChodesh Hazel Ochem Reish Chodesh, and we added on top of it, we superimposed not only and then to, uh, to call the names, uh, the months, by, uh, by numbers, but we superimposed on top of that to call them by names as well. Not that we changed the first uh, names from Chaydesh Harish and Chaydesh Hasheni, Menishka Kulitz Mitzrayim, and we forgot Kulitz Mitzrayim, be a typo, but they added on top of those names the Shemos from Bovel. They added on top of that uh, numbers. And what seems to emerge from the comments of the Ramban is that there's a difference between names and numbers. We have a system of numbering, that's HaChadosh HaZelochem Reish Chadoshim. Nisan is the first month, the, year, the second month, and so on. We added on top of that names, but they didn't replace the system of numbering. We have one system of numbers, and we have one uh, system which was added in Bovel. Uh, of names. And in fact, that seems to be reflected in the Pasuk in Megillus Esther, if you remember, the Pasuk says that Bachaydesh Harishain, Hu Chaydesh Nisan, it always mentions both. Or Bachaydesh Neim Hasar, Hu Chaydesh Adar. It mentions the 12 month, you know, the numbering system as well as the, the system, uh, system of names. And they, they seem to function on different axes. They don't c- 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 conflict with one another necessarily. Yeah. So, so where do we see that using numbers post-Baba? Even in even in Esther, it's in called. Esther, but after that, uh, it's switched over. No? no, we never find I that mean, the numbers were abandoned. Almost every time it appears in Tanakh, the name of the month, it also appears the number two. Oh, when did they stop it's calling it names? If, if yeah, numbers. Mitzvah, to use a number. In Kiddush HaChadosh, we should say HaChadosh HaShlishi. Right. dedicated the Besamekdash was names of months. Names yeah, of months. And 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 None of that. The, 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 na- the names are God. They're gods. Not even a, it's not Jewish names, but Tom The Persian names, yeah. Yeah, yeah the gods. I mean, it's not some. Yep, we should have been objectionable. Right. Right, but okay, okay, but it didn't replace the numbering system. For whatever reason, you're right, it's a good point. How, when did it stop, uh, you know, historically? Why, why did we stop in Kiddush HaChadish even from calling it Nisa? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but, but clearly, it did not, says the Ramban, it did not replace the system of numbering. It, see, it seems to be superimposed on top of it. However, writes the Chsam Seifer in his uh, comments on Parshish Boy, We should write in our uh, correspondences, in our documents, in order to remind ourselves of these holy uh, inyanim of Shabbos every day of the week and of the fact that... Uh, that uh, and the Nisan that occurred in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, starting with uh, the month uh, of Nisan. Then the Chsam Seifer continues in the Drushes of the Chsam Seifer, and he discusses uh, the numbering of the years, not only the months and the, days of the names of the days of the week, but he says the same is true with the numbering of the years from the time of Bria Salem has significance, because it reminds us that a Kaddish Baruch who created the world, and that he gave us Eretz Yisrael. It's ours. Like the first Rashi in Parshas Bereshis, 
that uh, there will be those who will later will say, listen to them, that we occupiers, but in fact, Kodesh who created the world, and he's the one who gave us Eretz Yisrael, and we remind ourselves of this every time we uh, count, we write, uh, we write the date, from the time of Bria Asylum. So the Sam Seifer says we should use uh, this, uh, you know, the, the Jewish uh, calendar as opposed to the secular calendar, and then he continues on with very strong language that whoever uses uh, the secular numbering from the time of the birth of Yeshua Noitzri is It's as if he's signing that he has no portion in the Torah of Elikei Yisrael. It's a strong language from the Chesam Sefer. But he's clearly opposed to using um, the secular date because it abandons all of these, uh, these uh, remembrances that we're supposed to have of remembering Shabbos every day of the week and certainly the Ramban that you're supposed to remember Yetzirah Mitzrayim that the first month is Nisan and he adds even uh, using uh, the, the counting from the time the year from the time of Bria uh, Asylum reminds us that Kodesh Baruch created the world and he gave us Eretz Yisrael. So therefore it sounds uh, objectionable therefore to use uh, another certainly let's say um, Back to the years in a second, which was added by the Sam Seifer, but certainly to use another numbering system, like, uh, you know, to call January 1 or February 2 or March 3, seems to fly in the face of the mitzvah that's articulated by the Ramban of Achedish Hazelochem Reish Chadoshim, that Nisan is supposed to be the first month, uh, you know, and Iyar the, the second month. And it's not the same as adding names that they added in Bavel of Nisan, Iyar, Tammuz. That was on top of the numbering system. But to replace our numbering system with another numbering system uh, seems to be a violation of that mitzvah. However, Rav Asher Weiss argues in his Sefer Minchas Asher on Chumas and Parashas Boy, a convincing argument, compelling. He says that that's only if they would take the same lunar months and attribute to, to it different numbers. If, you know, they would follow our m- monthly uh, cycle of uh, the moon. And they would give it a different number as opposed to Nisa being one, Iyar being two, they would call it, you know, six or seven. But he says they took random, arbitrary groups of 30 days and called it one, two, three. So it doesn't correspond to our months. So if that's the case, it's just random, arbitrary days grouped in, day, you know, groups of 30 that they label as one, two, or three. That doesn't, uh, that shouldn't necessarily undermine our system of counting. Right? It's not random 30 days, it's solar versus the lunar count. But they don't follow the cycle of the moon. Right. It's, it's arbitrary. No, it's solar. It's solar. Solar. It's 365 Correct. Days Correct. What I'm saying is it has nothing to do with our... It's not, ran, it's not... It doesn't correspond to anything astrological. Random does correspond to our months. That's also because Correct. I mean, Chodesh, the word Chodesh month means a, a new moon. Chodesh. Right. Their months, it's always, you see when you have a mazel, you see the mazel goes from one... Between one, one month and the second, it's never exact. It doesn't, it, so therefore, it doesn't contradict our system. That was his, uh, that was his argument. At the same time, uh, Rabbi Vadi writes in the Shuvas Yabiya Oimer that, um, that perhaps it would be preferable instead of, there's an argument to be made based on this comment of the Sam Seifer not to use a different numbering system. One should pre- preferably perhaps write in their documents January, February, March, as opposed to writing one two or three in the shorthand uh, way of writing, uh, writing the date. Even in the letters of the Chesam Sefer, Bavadi with his uh, Gavaldik of Akiyas, close to the Chesam Sefer himself, used the secular date when writing uh, correspondences to different political leaders. He wrote November 8th, you know, 1821, even though he uh, clearly was opposed to it. So I think what the Chesam Sefer means is that if we don't have any
any reason, if we're in Jewish circles, why should we use the secular date? Clearly, if one is perhaps, you know, writing a check or involved in business, and he needs to use the secular date, he's not, you know, that, uh, but to put on a matzeva, to put on a, you know, a, a Jewish, uh, a Jewish uh, document, which has no relevance to the Musa'ilam, to then uh, use the secular date, would be abandoning all of these inyanim uh, that we mentioned. Even though, you know, to be honest, none of this appears in Shulchan Aruch. HaKadosh is Elohim, Rosh doesn't appear in Shulchan Aruch. But it means uh, to abandon these inyanim, which, are, which we should uh, want to subscribe to and to adhere to. However, in the Shuvas of the Tzitzel Yezer of Waldenberg, he disagrees uh, with Rebbe Vadya that one should not use. He says, other Rabbi, you should rather write 1, 2, 3, January, February, March, rather than writing the names January, February, March. Why? He says because those uh, were a reference, they were named after Roman gods. January is after Janus, who was the god of beginnings, who has uh, two faces, one on one side, one on the other side, the beginning of the year. That's the name of the mutual fund, Janus. You know, it was the name of, uh, of a Roman god. So he says every time you mention one of these months, you're referencing uh, one of these gods. And the Pasuk tells us, You're not supposed to mention the name of other gods. And even if it's only a point of reference, one second, even if it's only a point of reference, the Gemara tells us in the the Sanhedrin over here, Oisches, Veshem Elohim Acherim Lois says, Kiru, Shloyomar Adam, Lechaveru Shmali Bitsar Avoidas Arapoinis. Don't say, Meet me by this Getchka. Even though you're not mentioning it, uh, you know, for any purpose other than as a point of reference, nonetheless, it's prohibited. So says the Tzitzeliezer to mention the names of the months, even if it's just a point of reference, should be objectionable. Yeah, what do you want to Why isn't that a problem with the names of the months that we? Hebrew, the Hebrew months. We'll get to it. So, I don't think he's correct either, but we'll get to his. We'll get to his point in a second. So Maram Shik will respond to his point. The Maram Shik um, echoed the comments of the Tzitzeliyaz, but he really took it much further. The Maram Shik says, therefore, you can't even use the you can't use the numbering system of uh, counting years. Let's say 2017 from the because it. Uh, which references or counts from the time of the birth of Yeshua Noitzri, he says, Okay, their counting doesn't correspond to our counting. But that which they uh, count the, the number of years from the time of the birth of Yeshua Noitzri, that itself is a every time you use the, the, the number of the year, you're referencing the birth of Yeshua Noitzri, which he says is a violation of the Isar Shemela Himacherim Loises Kiru. And even though you didn't mention him explicitly, Mashma Shafiu Eno Maskir Mamish Gamken Hubachlawa Isar. Shemela Himacherim Loises Kiru. It should not be mentioned, or you should have mentioned it implies any kind of mentioning, even if it's just an illusion, by using the number 2017 that alludes to the year of his birth. So now that's a much uh, bigger jump than uh, the argument of the Tzitzeliezer. Tzitzeliezer was saying January is actually, was, you know, based on the name of a Roman god. Here he's saying, the Maram Sheik is arguing, and he was talking about someone who used the secular date on Matseva, which might be objectionable because it's just it's gratuitous, there's no reason for it. But he, uh, the Maram Sheik, uh, his argument that when you use the number, let's say 2017, you're uh, itself mentioning Yeshua Noitzri, uh, you didn't say the name of the Avodah Zarah. I understand that even as a point of reference, but at least you have to say it. Here all you did was allude to it by saying the number of the years. So that's a much more difficult argument. Rabbi Vadia uh, further argues with Maram Sheikh, and he, uh, he claims that the number, that the, the count that they have is off. It's not historically correct. It doesn't correspond to the actual birth of Yeshua Noitzri, because the Gemara tells us in the the Sanhedrin that Yeshua Noitzri was a Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachya. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachya, 
was three generations of Tamir uh, Chachamim before Hillel Hazakein. Hillel Hazakein lived a hundred years before Churban Bayis Sheni. So that was, let's say, the Churban Bayis Sheni was in 70 BCE, uh, 70 uh, CE, 70 CE. So Hillel Hazakein lived 30 years before, uh, 30 years before the year one. And Rabbi Shua ben Prachi was three generations prior to Hillel Hazakein. So in Yeshua Noitz, he probably lived about a hundred years before the year one, if not more. It doesn't correspond to his death there. Barbanel actually writes in one of his Svarim that they falsified the time of the date of his uh, death to, cor- to correspond to the time, roughly to the time of Korban Bayashani, to kind of give the, the, the impression that it's because we didn't accept Yeshua Noitzi, that's why the Bayashani was destroyed. So argues the mm-hmm. Rebbe since it doesn't correspond historically to the date of Yeshua Noitzri's uh, death, a uh, birth, but that's, so then that's it's, it's not... It's, meaning, so he's still referring to him. It's not as if you're mentioning his name. So I would argue, like you are saying, it doesn't matter. You'd have to do research in order to figure out that it doesn't correspond to his, uh, the date of his birth. But most people assume that it does correspond to it. So either way, you know, it's, it's presumed to be, or it's understood to be, a reference to the time of his birth. But that's his, uh, his argument, that this, is that historically it's not correct. However, there are other arguments in terms of uh, why uh, perhaps we are allowed to mention the names of the months and uh, certainly to mention the name, uh, uh, to, to follow the secular count in terms of the number of years, at least in terms of secular documents. And that is because uh, the Gemara tells us in Masech the Sanhedrin, in the next line, the end of the first line, Any of the Zara that's mentioned in the Torah, one is allowed uh, to mention its name. You know, like Baal Pa'or, Nevo, all the different Avayi Zaras that appear in the Torah, you're allowed to say them. Why are you allowed to say them? Just because it appears in the Torah. So now the obvious approach would be, and some Rishonim take this approach, that it's because it's a Pasuk in the Torah. You can't prohibit me from learning Torah. And if the Torah mentions it, even though it's the name of an Avayi Zarah, it's, uh, it's included in learning Torah to mention the name. However, Rabbi Yosef Engel over there in the Goyane Hashas quotes from the Sefer Yireim and a different explanation that it's because uh, any, all of the Avayi Zarahs that are mentioned in the Chumash were already uh, abandoned. No one worships them anymore. Whether that's historically correct or not is a debate for another time. But it must be that it was abandoned. And therefore, it's permitted to be mentioned. Why? Because otherwise, how could the Torah say it? He quotes from a Medrash that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has to give us a good example, to serve as a good example. Kaddish Baruch Hu also has to keep the Torah in the mitzvahs. So how could a Kaddish Baruch Hu mention in his Torah this about the Zerah if it was still being practiced and observed and worshipped? So it must be, says the Uraim, that uh, from the fact that Kaddish Baruch Hu mentioned it, it must be that it's no longer being worshipped. And I think uh, that that could be applied to the names of the months, which are after Roman gods or Greek gods, to the best of my knowledge. Those are not uh, worshipped anymore, certainly in any significant way, by any large segment of the population. So say, therefore, since it's not worshipped anymore, it would not uh, fall within the parameters of the prohibition of a shame of the Himacherim, I think the argument of the Tzitz Eliezer doesn't really... Uh, it doesn't make any sense. When the doom was written, they were worshipping them. Correct, but now, since they're no longer worshipped, does it, 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 would, it would be excluded from the yeah, prohibition. The, the argument that he's presenting doesn't make any sense. Why? Because at the time of the Torah, they were worshipped. Yeah. He's claiming when the Torah was written, they were no longer worshipped. You're saying historically it's incorrect. He's saying that the Torah was written, what, a thousand years later? 
That's, that'd be a it's, very it's, it's a, I, sa- I said it's a difficult yeah, argument to the Sefi Yireim. It's a difficult argument to the Sefi Yireim, but Lamaisa, that, uh, that is his argument, and that would, uh, that would preclude, uh, that would permit, therefore, a person to say the names of Ro- Greek or uh, Roman gods. Parenthetically, we should mention, Ramesha has a truth in the Chelek Bez that even though it's no longer worshipped, that doesn't mean you're allowed to investigate uh, and read books and look at uh, art of uh, even religions that are no longer worshipped. It would still fall within a different prohibition of Parashas Kedoshim, of Altifnu Alilim, you're not supposed to show an interest in other gods and other religions, even if it's no longer being worshipped. Ramaisa says it would still be Yasser. Unless it was written in a way to explain to you why it's no longer worshipped or why it's uh, you know debunking it. But if it's just, you know, to to help understand other types of theology, Ramaisha claimed you're not supposed to, to do that, even if it's no longer worshipped. So at least with regard to the argument of the Tzitzeliezer, we can argue that the Roman and the Greek gods, since nobody worships them anymore, one could use uh, the names uh, of the month. What about, uh, though, with the argument of the Maram Shik that using the secular count of years references to the birth of Yeshua Noitzri, so we said, well, you're not really mentioning the name of an Zara. How could that really be us? You're just alluding to it. But perhaps it's another line of reasoning which would also uh, help us um, perhaps uh, you know, give a basis for one to use the secular count of years even if it would historically correspond to the birth of Yeshua Noitzri, and that is because Agois Maminius tells us over here, Oistes, in the name of the Uraim, Shein Isar Lashem Shenitin Lalashem Elohus. If it's a godly name, Shemash Melohus, it implies some form of godliness. A regular name, you have to be known by something, but it doesn't imply any Elohus at all, uh, would be permitted. Even if they later make it into uh, a deity, it would be allowed. <laughs> and this is quoted in Shulchan Arach, Yerodeus and Mikuf Mem Zayn Sivbez, where these halachas appear, that Shem Chagim Shalahem, the name of their Yamim Toivim, Shehem Kishem Az Benayadim, it's just a name. Ein Chashash Laskiram, there's no prohibition in mentioning it. So therefore writes the Chavos Yoyer that uh, one is Meikra uh, Din allowed to say uh, Jesus, there's no problem with that because it's a popular name in Latin America, Ada Yemazeh, and it's just, it's a name that doesn't imply any Elohus, any. Uh, Godliness and all, but the Shulchan Aruch does continue. You should not mention it and you know attributing it to it any importance. Rather, we have a minig of distorting it in order to diminish its significance. So that's why Chazal referred to him as Yeshu. Yeshu was not his real name. His real name was Yeshua. Right? But they refer to him as Yeshu, distorting the name to diminish its significance. They refer to him as Yeshu Anoitzri, the Maril writes, in order not only because he was from that. Nazareth, but in order to imply that he was a Neutzar. He was created as well. She was not uh, from some sort of uh, immaculate conception, but rather he was a creation uh, as well. That's what he's referred to, Hanoitri. That's why many of the Minig as well. Some say that too. The, um, that's why Mikra did. Most poets can assume one is allowed to say the day uh, Christmas, but again, at the same time, we have a Minig to, not to say Beloshan Chashivas like they have. So we have a minute to, to distort the name somewhat. Some say Krachmas, some say December 25th, some say Xmas, but Xmas just, uh, I don't know if that really solves the problem because the Greek letter Chai, uh, the Roman, Roman letter, it's a Greek, Greek letter Chai, the X is used as shorthand for the, uh, for the second name, uh, the description, that's the CH name that's added onto Jesus. That's what it connotes. In fact, there's some sort of symbol with the X with a P on top of it, the Chai uh, Pi or something. That, that's an allusion to his name. So I don't know if Xmas really uh, sounds uh, 
really solves the problem at all. But all of those me'ikar adin are allowed because it's just, there's no godliness that's attributed to the name. Some say that that's why the last, uh, the description that's given to Jesus, Jesus C-H, that means anointed one or, uh, or uh, savior, and Jesus' role within Christian theology is a topic not for now, but whether or not that means he's just a Mashiach or he himself is a deity, you know, for our uh, intents and purposes, perhaps is moot, but one should probably avoid the second, uh, the second uh, part of his name, but, uh, Jesus is a shame Hulin. But therefore, if that's the case, that a shame that doesn't have any godliness necessarily attributed to it, so then to, to say that, you know, 2017, there's no godliness that's implied by 2017, so it would certainly be a shame chulin, you know, like, uh, like the, uh, the Agos Maminus describes, or even the names of the months have really taken on a much larger significance than the deities that they were named after. So if the significance of the, the chulin part outweighs the deity part to it, so then I don't think it really is something, a name that necessarily implies any godliness, um, and, and would be allowed. Ravadi is a final point. Ravadi says, you know, our clocks start at 12 o'clock. Why do we start counting 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock? Why do we start from 12 o'clock? Because midnight was supposed to be, you know, legend has it, was the time that Yeshua Noitzu was born. So he said, ain't pites of pel He says he never heard anybody who made an issue about counting one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, even though it's a reference every day to the time to the, the time of the birth of Yeshua Noitzri. So he doesn't think the years should be any different than the than than the time of the day. But as a final thing, it is uh, the Yom Tov of Hanukkah. We did prevail over the Yavanim in the war of assimilation, and therefore, when it's possible, and it's a Jewish uh, Indian, whether it's a Matzev or Jewish documents, one should always uh, give preference uh, to the Jewish day, the day of the week, the day of the month. The day of the, uh, the year, which have all of those holy and yada mentioned within them. Okay.